hey guys, do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor, and Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's uh, There are creation tools that, I love it. It that allow it so you simple. to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays, and Anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I, th- I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for yeah, you. Yeah, or maybe you want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Well, get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this Correct. thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast what you got to do it's so easy download the anchor app go to anchor.fm and get started it is so easy we love anchor thank you for letting us do this thank you for sponsoring our show because again they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things so we say support them because they support us download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sklarbro Country, the virus edition. The pandy pods, the basement takes. We are here to make you smile a little bit in in these troubled times. Uh, Take a half hour out of your day. Plug us in. Walk around. Get some fresh air. Don't breathe on anybody. We're not talking about charts. We're not talking about death tolls. We're not talking about anything like that. We're going to try and find... What's funny in this world, what's funny in our lives, if we can, and impart that to you just so you have a little bit of a break in your day. That's what we try and do. And today we've got a fantastic episode. Uh, You know, we're going to talk about, we're going to get into a little bit of the Flav of Flav, uh, Chuck D. We'll get into, we'll get into that. We'll get into some dust up, some stupid University of Texas uh, students. First of all, we got to address the fact that Randy's wearing shorts. Yeah. Uh, That is the death of professionalism on this podcast. Yeah. But I'm wearing a... I'm I'm decked out in my 1995 woo wears. You got a problem with that? No. Uh, you got a problem with that? I'll take it up with the RZA. But I do think uh, I was speaking of music. I was listening to as I was driving over here, and this became an interesting topic that I think definitely is worth talking about on this podcast. Uh, I was listening to what I consider to be the best song written after a tragedy that attempted to encompass it heal us make us think about it four uh, dead in ohio nope that's not is that the, not the is that's that the, not the name of that song ohio ohio all right uh and look i thought that was a great song but that great incident, tragedy you're saying that's not a tragedy look it's a great song but uh death of our innocence it was the death of our innocence but i don't know that that song necessarily reached as many people because it reached lots of people the incident then, let me say, okay. is the thing that didn't... The incident had a significance to a lot of people, and it was... It affected a lot of people, but not quite in the same way that 9-11 affected okay, a lot of fine. people. So, and so I'm saying Bruce Springsteen's The Rising is what I listened to as I drove over here. Right. I give that song another listen. That is my recommendation to you. I, I don't necessarily know if if it... 
I don't know how it did. I don't know if it was received well when it came out. I just know that it didn't come out till 2002, which yep. meant he took his time. He took his time. Remember he when Neil Young it. after Katrina? Yes. Just put that song out. A like, couple weeks as it was still going on. Like, I'm like, hey, hey, you got time, man. Workshop. Play Neil, it out a little bit. You know, we can still go out back then. The first draft isn't always the one you're going to want to So I felt like Bruce Springsteen put all of his feelings and emotions that surrounded 9-11. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. As a Jersey kid yeah, uh, who yeah. looked across the Hudson River yep. and saw Manhattan yep. as this sort of beacon and this thing mm-hmm. who grew up in the shadow of the of the World Trade Center. You gave so, it another listen. I gave it another listen, and I can't believe how much that song, it's like oddly uplifting while at the same time sad eerie and, and sad yeah. and, yep. and difficult to listen to. It made me feel all the emotions that I felt back in 2002. And at the same time, it I felt comfort in listening to that right now in the midst of what we're going through. So as soon as Katrina happened, we said two things. One, Katrina and the Waves will never play in New Orleans ever again. I, and that's, that's I'm sorry, but you're that's not playing, over. you ain't playing jazz fest. Uh, Number but two, Neil Young. It, it takes some time to workshop that music. So Bruce Springsteen did do it, and I appreciate it. Do you think it. Springer's going to come out with a COVID-19 song? I don't know. And Who's going to come out with a COVID-19? That's 20 years. So, so that was 20 years ago. Yeah, so almost, how old yeah. is Bruce Springsteen now? 68? Yeah, he's 65, up there. 65, 66? He's up there, yeah. So he was about our age yeah. when he wrote The Rising. Yeah, yeah. And I still feel like we have something to give and right. create. And That's I right. feel like he probably felt, you know, he was past his young prime. He wasn't the yeah. young buck who was born singing about USA. Rosalita. Or even younger, Rosalita or mm-hmm. Born to Run. Mm-hmm. Those were anthems. But he still had power in his voice. He had learned how to do things in a yep. better way. Yeah, That song, I, I say go back and listen to it. Because it got me thinking, like, who... Who, if they decide to write a song about the coronavirus or COVID-19 or what we're going through in the world, yeah. would we say, okay, thank you. We'll take that song. We appreciate what you're doing. And who would we say, you know what? Maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, you know, like if if Beyonce came out with a song, we'd be like, all right, thank yeah. you. If yeah. Solange did, then yeah, I'd, I'd be like, I don't, I don't know sure. if we need right. that Do song. Do we need it right. now? Do we need it Do we right need now? it now? I don't know. Neil Young, if you took your time, You bro, took your time and workshopped it. Then I would I'd say go, yes. Rick Astley. I don't know. We'll talk about you a little bit later. I don't know if if I need a Rick if Astley. Astley was like, I got it, guys. I if got Michael Bublé's like, let me reinterpret an old. Let cla- me make turn. No. There's love no. in the time of no. COVID. Nope. No. We're not gonna let you we do it, Bublé. We don't want that. We are not at Father John Misty. All right, I'll take it. Like he's probably gonna have a take on it that's interesting. Chuck D. Yeah, I want to hear that song. Flavor Flav. Not so sure. I don't know if I want to hear that song. Not so sure. I don't know that I need that. Like if Q Tip and Questlove came out with a song, I'd be like, yes, please. That's right. Tell me what I'm feeling. Tell me who I am right now in this moment. Debbie Gibson. Not so sure. Yeah. Uh. Well, we we mentioned a couple days ago, two episodes. One ago, Direction. <laughs> you can head in the other direction with that That's song. That's right. We mentioned no two days ago uh, of a story about, we were talking about picking our crotches in front of Rabbi Lipnick, and we mm-hmm. said we had another Rabbi Lipnick story, and we should explain the Rabbi Lipnick story as we get going. Flaming lips, yes. Justin Bieber, no thanks. Exactly. Don't need it. All right. Uh, so two Rabbi Lipnick stories. One, uh, Rabbi Lipnick, our rabbi, as, as we were growing up, had what we consider to be the voice of God, either him or Jack Buck. Jack Buck, the announcer for the baseball, baseball Cardinals. Swam along one. Go crazy, folks. Go Adios. crazy. Yes. All right. 
I so. mean, Jack Buck, Hall of Fame announcer, he had the voice of God, or Rabbi Lipnick had the voice of God. Both of them One were. One of the two of them, when we all go, we're going to hear either of their voices, the voice of God. Rabbi Lipnick has this very didactic, randy, and Jason, I talk to you about the Lord. And he had such a great voice. Booming he, voice, tremendous, amazing. And he was the he was the essence of he wasn't like a bearded no sort of black hat or rabbinical man. He was like a an in shape, healthy, older like he walked with Martin Luther King. He yeah. walked in the freedom marches. He was an interesting, interesting cat. And because really he was like leader. a pro, kind of a weirdly Progre- progressive, progressive, but at the same time encompassing old school rabbi. Exactly. It, he was an amazing dude. Uh, in and, his late fifties, probably when we were bar mitzvah. But then when Randy got married, he officiated our wedding because he was living out here near Palm Springs in Idlewild and built his own house. He told us several times. Okay. I built my own house with these hands that were blessed by the Lord. Unbelievable. So um, he, he asked, he wanted to meet and sit down and talk to my wife, my then fiance, my wife now Amy, to get to know her for, to officiate the wedding, which I thought was really cool. And we drove up there. The best part for me was that he had this unbelievable this is rabbinical before Google Maps, voice. and this is before ways, right? So he had an unbelievable rabbinical voice. And even though we printed out a map to get to his house, I kept wanting just to hear him give me directions to his house because he couldn't turn the voice off. No matter. So he was talking about mundane, small things. That was exciting because it was in the rabbi. Randy, I need you to make a left at the Chevron station. And then what? Do I receive two tablets from the Lord? Are we parting a Red Sea? Am I not allowing members of my own family to cross over into the land that is Palm Springs? Do I sacrifice my own son? I'm not even married yet. When do I speak to a burning bush? I, all these questions through my mind as he's just telling me to make Randy, a left. Randy, Randy, I, I made my own hummus. You may try it. You're like, do I? Various crudity. Okay. So uh, that was really cool up there. The second story is that uh, when I when I did Curb Your Enthusiasm, which was a tremendously rewarding, so great that you got a chance to do it, and because you did it, I never got a chance to do that. Show, not because so I did it. it. That's it. not because I did yeah. it. You never got a chance to do never it. Never got a chance. Not well, bitter. You don't seem Psyched. bitter at all. So I did a scene, one scene in an episode that happened to win the Emmy. I'm not saying I'm the reason why, but I wasn't invited. <laughs> One scene, it, you was were an, great in it. it was an argument scene with Larry. Yep. We argued over the folding of a sweater. Yep. It was a fantastic scene. I felt really good about yep. it. But because, you know, you don't see a script, you only see your scene. Right. So I didn't know what the rest of the episode was like. I just know that I did the episode. I was really proud of it. I was told it came out good. So I called, you know, our mom and dad who were proud. Super proud because at the time, and you have to understand, and still to this 2003, day, really, I think. You know, Kirby Enthusiasm is a show that young People who love comedy love because it's so brilliant, and then older people love it because it's an older person on screen. Right. So it's so like all it's your parents, kind of like our parents, it. friends could be like, "Oh, what are the boys doing? Yeah, well, oh, they're on. Or what's too. Jason and Randy doing? Then boom. what's Jason doing that Randy now can't do because Jay did it? Which is what they ask a lot. Uh, My mom and dad could say, "Curb enthusiasm Sunday night." So our mom told everyone, including Rabbi Lipnick. Okay. Now what I Fine. didn't know until I saw the episode. Which was the Crazy Eyes Killer episode? Chris with Williams. Chris Williams was so good as that character. Spectacular. That's my. Are you my Caucasian? Are you my Caucasian? Are you my Caucasian? What's that asking? over there? That's, that's some, some floor, floor shit. shit. That's some window shit. I love some what he did. Shit. He was so good in this episode, and he they. It was so dirty because it was just the way so talking. Everyone's that for this, 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 and, and, and then, the other storyline was that Larry had a pubic hair in his caught in his throat because he went down on, on Cheryl. Cheryl. So, <laughs> so the whole time he's going. And I can't even enjoy 
this monumental moment that I will hold over Randy's head for the rest of our lives and careers. I can't enjoy it the first watch through because all I can think of is Rabbi Libnick Rabbi trying Libnick to draw watching. some like rabbinical ra- Jason, do you know who else is a crazy-eyed killer? Who? Haman, who wanted to destroy the <laughs> Jews, was a crazy-eyed killer. He saw new. Okay. Right. Uh, I just I felt terrible the whole time. I couldn't enjoy my debut and the reason why Randy will never be Because you're show. thinking about Rabbi, Rabbi Libnick, Libnick thinking about Larry doing, having yes. oral sex. Yes. Uh, there are, of course, other stories that are happening in this world. Yes. And then we have to get to one right here, and then we'll get to a break. But uh, 70 University of Texas students. I saw this. Chartered a plan down to Cabo in late March. Not late March 19, uh, 2019. Late March this, this year. This year. Who is making travel plans in late March this Who's year? Who's letting them? Who? What is the company? They have to charter this with someone. Yeah. They're not just flapping their arms. They're on a plane that right. said, yes, right. we'll take you down there. Why? Seven, did, did these 70 kids just all awake from a four-month coma? Who is making Maybe. this plan? I, I, I just... Well, 28 of them have tested positive for COVID-19. Good. Okay. Good. It was probably like they're probably excited they tested positive for something. That's the most positive test they've had all exactly. semester. Exactly. This is Randy. This is the University of Texas. It's a good school in a woke city, Austin. Come on. They guys. should know better than what they just displayed. At least five students from the University of Tampa. Now we're talking. All right, University of Tampa. I'm like that is the kind of place you can like minor in meth. By the way, six years ago, University of Tampa was a COVID nineteen hotspot. Six years ago, <laughs> you can minor in meth. You can what, minor is it in chemistry, it kind, is kind of. of it's a, it's a and study of mixtures and it's phys ed because you're run, they teach you how to run away from cops. Yeah, when you're on when you're on meth, you have meth strength. You can jump over an entire fence in one. When bound. you're on meth, you're, you're on, on meth, meth all the way. So this goes back to you believing that you're invincible from your first puff of meth to your last dying day, which is the same day. There you go. So uh, you, so you, they, so they, you do feel invincible as a college student. I mean, yeah, th- that, that is way. the thing. We I, felt that way. I do think that it's a scary thing to face the realities of this disease. Absolutely. We talk about this all the time. Yep. yep. Look, it is. It's people way on- easier. It's way easier for people to just be like, eh, "It's not affecting me," until it does. Right. So these are trying times, and this is Texas. House Speaker Dennis Bonin or Bonin, Republican, who told KXAN, quit being an asshole. I love that he's just like, forget it. Uh Get over yourselves. Whether you think it's an issue or not, whether you think it could affect you or not, it does. The reality of it is, if I'm a college kid who's going to spring break in Mexico, you're affecting a lot of people. Now grow up. Now, I don't always I don't often like to just quote Republicans, but I'm gonna tell you, I agree with this dude. Bipartisan, bipartisan agreement There's across agreement. the board. I can admit it when this guy's saying something truthful. Let me ask Good. you, Jay, does Cabo get a say in this? I don't know. You know, do I they so. do they get to refuse the plane when it comes down? They should have. Do they get a chance? Look, I understand. Where's this University of Tampa. Get these guys out of here. Look, I understand your whole. We don't need your coronavirus. Industry now. is crumbling around you. The tourism industry. You need it to survive. Or, or are places like Cabo and Cancun are they so just riddled with disease regularly that right. just adding Corona to the mix is like who cares? Yeah, they're is... like we're putting all of our resources down here and trying to not allow students to be kidnapped. Right. We can't deal with the disease <laughs> aspect of things. Well, look, okay, so you got COVID nineteen. Were you kidnapped? Thank you. You're still here. Do you still have your money? 
I okay. Just, I just love that in well, late March of this year, kids were still holding on to the fact that spring break was a possibility. I, is that just hope or stupidity? I don't think. Both? Uh, think back to our years in spring break. Yeah. Did we ever have that good of a spring break? Yeah. Went down to the Bahamas one year, but that wasn't cool. Well, that was the way fun. we did it was, it was cheap and not good. And not cool. And we weren't in the heart of all the craziness. But we did jump off and we did bungee jump off. Bungee jumped at a bar. At a bar. I can't believe we bungee jumped at a bar. That's the dumbest thing we've ever done. I'm like, that rickety tower looks like we should jump off it. Let me have two more rums and then I'll do it. Yeah. Let, Let me, me have two more rums and then I'll do it. That's the dumbest. I I can't. It was rum people town. I don't want to know what my kids are doing at all times. I think I we can't. There's but no getting around that. The, but that story proves, once again, as college kids, you're like, I'm invincible. So there are staggering numbers of people, as we're finding out every day, and this is sad, that staggering numbers of people are going to die in this yes, thing. Yes, yes. 200,000, 250,000, we don't know how many people are going to die. We're saying that maybe, look, if we know a certain percentage of people are going to die at this point, it is inevitable. It's inevitable. Can we choose who gets Which to go? Which people go, right? And I know this is not uh, this is not going to be a popular uh, or, or PC segment. I'm sorry. If you have a Porsche jacket, you got to go. If you don't wave to people when they allow you to merge into traffic, you got to go. You're gone. You got to go, right? If you're handing me all of my change on top of the on receipt. On top of the receipt at I'm, the supermarket without giving me a chance, you got to go. If you take pictures of your food and post it online anywhere, Facebook included, you're out of here. If you dis just yell fake news because you disagree with what I'm telling you, you're gone. Uh, that that's real. That you're gone. You're gone. You're part you, of the two hundred fifty thousand. Okay. You're out. If you get on a plane and to get comfortable, take off both your shoes and your socks, and then start scrolling through the screen, you're gone. Foot scrollers, you're gone. Race car driver Tony Stewart, you're gone. That's because he killed someone else. People are who are rude to waiters, gone. gone. Any service people, you're gone. You're gone. We are gonna choose where you go, and that's how we are gonna do it. That's okay. We're not, I don't want to see anyone die, but if some have to go, we can choose who we can offer up a list of people. That's all, all right, we're guys. Saying. Uh, let's take a break. Yes. Let's uh, do when it. we come back, there's a little bit more, but as we head to the break, again, we had mentioned this last time our good buddies, the Well Read Boys. Yes. Uh, who do a fantastic job with their podcast. Did Corey send us another, another Corey message? Corey sent us a hilarious voicemail as to what he's run out of and he needs help. Corey Forrester. Uh, of the well-read guys that's our rec for you for a podcast so check, check out, out the well-read podcast and uh, listen to their voicemail and we'll be back after this break hey jason and randy it's Corey ryan forster here from the well-read podcast just wanted to check in during these trying times and let you guys know and let everyone know that uh we're holding up and i hope everybody else is uh is holding up well we are uh we're not we're not running out of food, but we are definitely at this point running out of stuff that we should eat, if that makes sense. Like, there's still plenty of stuff calorically in the house, but like, well, vitamins are, are hard to come by at this point. Like, the other day, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just having to like kind of MacGyver some situations because we ran out of milk and I'd already pulled a, poured a bowl of cereal. And uh, I don't know if you guys have ever eaten cereal poured with a uh, heavy cream poured over it. Uh, but I would not suggest it unless you want everything on your insides to be on your outside. So that's what we got going on in the Forster household. I hope everybody out there is good. Love y'all. Uh, see you out there in dumb people town. Horizon. 
right, guys, welcome back. Uh, hope you enjoy that podcast and all the other recs that we've given you. Uh, rate, review, subscribe to this podcast as you listen to it on Share it uh, with some friends. Yeah, let people know about it because we want to try and grow this thing and continue to do it on a regular basis. Got a couple other stories I want to get through if that's okay. Sure, let's do it. Uh, Jay, I don't know if you know this, but Nevada sex workers are not allowed to apply for unemployment benefits. Did you know that? That is shocking. That feels like racism. First of all, it's BS. I know it's not. It's, it's BS. discrimination. Are you trying to tell me that that certain jobs aren't jobs? Hand, Hand jobs, job. blow jobs, those aren't jobs. Those are jobs. Job in the name. It's got job in the name. Got and it's job definitely in not the something name. they want to be doing. Exactly. Those how come the guy from Dirty Jobs never went there? The uh that'd be the first place I'd go. That's a dirty Mike job. Mike Rowe. Uh so to me, they're the hardest working people in Vegas. No pun intended. H- harder working than uh, Siegfried and Roy, which yes. can we just for a moment say, how much are Siegfried and Roy, and is one of them still alive? Are they both is still alive? Is it Royd? I think it's <laughs> Siegfried <laughs> and Roy. <laughs> would be Siegfried and Roy. The- <laughs> There are they watching Tiger King right now going like this could yeah. have been us. Or like, yeah, bitch, we know about all this stuff. Well, I mean, they one like, of them get attacked by their own one tiger. of them got attacked by their own tiger. Where's that net? They're like, where's our Netflix series? That's right. I got attacked. Z- was it Royd who got attacked or Siegfried? I think it was Siegfried. Siegfried got it. I think it was Royd. I think Royd got attacked. Which one's German? They should have do they should do their own series called Tiger Queens. Tiger Queens. There you go. Siegfried, Royd, we just gave it to you. You Congratulations. How about giving us just a little piece of that show? Tiny executive producer credit. There we go. I mean, they've got more glitter than Joe Exotic will ever see in the rest of his life. Yes. They got more glitter. They got more glitter in in their pinky. Raid their closet that they're still in. If you look at Joe Exotic as the Florida version of Siegfried... And Royd. And Royd combined. Yes. Then it kind of makes sense. This is what Florida's interpretation of a Vegas tiger act is. So, like, Picasso would do the cubist version of what a woman is. So an ear is over here. Uh Uh-huh. And the nose, a nose is, is down below the mouth and right. a thing. And you're like, well, that's his view. Through a cube, that's his view. Florida said, okay, Siegfried, you got the frosted hair and you're doing We're going to give you our cubist version of it. And it's Joe Exotic. That's if you put it through the Florida, the Florida, prison, Florida prison. Even though he was in Oklahoma. Even if though he put it through the Florida. Well, he went to rehab in Florida and that's he where did. he learned to love animals. Yeah. That's where he hatched the plan. I mean, Exotic, by the way, should be a tiger's name. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a person's name. If Siegfried and Roy could name themselves exotic, yes, Stripes Exotic, Asia Exotic, Asia Exotic does sound like a Nevada sex worker. Yes, or a strip club. Then we get back to the Nevada sex workers. So they are actors as well. They're not just workers. They have to pretend like they're enjoying what they're doing. Yes. That, to me, is a difficult thing to do. They're yes. better improv artists than a lot of people that we know out here. True. They're like, let me take a suggestion. Uh, I care about this person who's laying on top of me. So it's discrimination that they can't receive unemployment. I agree it's discrimination. Do you know what I'm saying? How dare they? Who's their Cesar Chavez? Who is their Norma Ray? Do they unionize? They should have a union. They should. If they if they have a union and we don't know about it, we should know about it. Regular yes. people should know about the sex workers union. They should strike and just walk the streets in like fishnet stockings. That's and right. Wait, hang on a second. Wait a minute. They're already doing that. These are hard times. Long hard and wet times difficult times the pain and anguish runs deep so deep it put her butt to sleep 
I feel bad for these guys. The fact that they can't ask for unemployment, they cannot they can't do socially their, distance in order to do their job. Can I mean, they? then I guess they could phone go on sex a, workers can. This is a great cam, time for webcam, so webcam, phone sex workers. This is your time to shine. Why do they all work at ranches? That okay, that's a great question. Why do they all work at ranches? I feel like one ranch was it the Bunny Ranch? Well, Bunny one, Ranch one started the, it all. One ranch did really well. Yeah. With, and, then, and then and then they're like, oh well, we'll just be the cat ranch, and we'll just be the sex ranch. We'll be the reach around ranch. We'll be the hidden valley ranch. By the way, the hidden valley. What better hidden way valley to, ranch to, to be describe a, a brothel? That's a bro- that's a that's a secret brothel. Well, but also I would describe the hidden valley as a woman's private parts. That's right. It's the hidden valley. Hidden valley ranch tastes great on everything. The Hidden Goes Valley. well with everything. Goes well with everything. Hidden Valley Ranch. I just really appropriate I just got name. some Hidden Valley Ranch. The most tasteful Nevada ranch brothel ever. The Hidden, Hidden Valley, Valley ranch. ranch. Tasteful and tasty. Drunken Night of Gambling. Hidden Valley, Valley ranch. ranch. Crudite. Hidden, Hidden Valley, Valley ranch. ranch. There you go. There it is. A barbecued chicken pizza. Hidden Valley, Valley ranch. ranch. All right, so this is the last story we're going to go through today. And I hope you guys are enjoying this. And yeah, thank fun. you guys. Hey, uh, by the way, shout out at us if you can. Yeah, uh, let us good. know. Let us know um, what you like and what you want to hear more of. And yes, we got back. We do read the tweets. We got yeah. back to the the Bernard Lipnick, Rabbi Lipnick story. So thank there you, you for tweeting us. So we got it back. So thank you. And uh, on the uh, Instagram comments page. on the Instagram page. Love thank it. you. Okay, so we're all doing our best to work from home these days, and it's a changing world. You're especially if you've worked in an office. Like for us, this is kind of, we're, we're trying to stay away from each other and we're trying to do what we do via- Distance. Distancing, and it's hard. I mean, we're trying to learn how to do Zoom. We've done some Zoom podcasts and stuff. It's, uh-huh. it's difficult to understand for people who don't use regularly use the technology. Correct. It is difficult to get a handle. I don't know if you saw the Zoom meeting, that huge Zoom meeting of like 20 people yes. where the woman is in the thing and she- Gets just, up. He gets up and sits down, puts the phone up, still recording her. She, I guess she doesn't realize she thinks it's more like a audio yeah or just but on audio she see her face she put it on the, and and it's still recording as she's going to the bathroom and, and everyone's like Cara, uh, <laughs> jennifer jennifer by the way perfect name to get mad at someone for going to the bathroom jennifer jennifer stacy jennifer tracy pull up your goddamn pants jeez we're on to new business was that what you would say? We're already on new. That's it's all, so uncomfortable. When your that junk happens. is old business. We're old already business. on new. Bi- Pull up your pants, Jennifer. We're not at the Hidden Valley Ranch. So people are having a hard time with the new technology, and so stories are coming up where people are just making of mistakes. Yes. Take Lizette Ocampo, who, for instance, the political director. I want to get this right. At People for the American Way, which is an organization that does great work. Yes. Uh, like encouraging Latina voters to help get progressive candidates in for elections that support their own causes. It's a God wonderful bless. job. God bless. God bless it. Good job. Right? So she hopped on a Zoom call and she was kind of leading the thing. And I'm going to read her quote. So Sunday morning. Yes. Sunday morning meeting. Yikes. <laughs> All right. Yep, I know. Give us a weekend a little bit. Sunday morning we had our meeting and I usually try to do a camera. What does that mean? Are we you back at Hidden Valley Ranch? <laughs> that, that could be stop. I the, do a camera every... Uh, a lot of fun. In the porn world, it means one thing. To I do, do a, a camera. camera. 
in the world of online meetings, it's a little bit different. It's a totally different. You gotta dis- All right. So she tried to do a camera. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm assuming that's a Zoom meeting, right, Jay? And <laughs> she- that's like our dad. If our dad, dad was on, God technology right- advanced so far after our dad, dad passed died. away. Like if he passed away, he'd say like, I gotta do a camera. I gotta do. Let me do a. Let camera. me do a camera, and then I'll go and eat. So, which by the way, I showed. Because Noah this morning, my daughter this morning asked to see who dad. our dad, and I was uh, just just ask if I had any videos of him, and I'm like, well, he appears in our Okendo special, yeah, and it's the sweetest thing. We watched it five times. Did over she and love over. it? She loved it. What did she think of him? She just thought he was so sweet, and so he was so funny, and she was laughing at it because, and he was so nice because in it. We're like, he's like, I, I think you, I believe you put your, in mind, you, put your to mind to it. You can do anything. And you can you get him in. You get him. You, you will do it. I think you will do it. He's like, and we're like, we're going to do it, good, Dad. We give him a hug good. and a kiss. We then, love you, Dad. We're going to do it. And he's like, and then you can and get And he's him. like, and I want to go. I want to be there. I want to see him get inducted. Yeah, and we're like, like well, yeah, it's going to be hard to get tickets for that. And then he said, Okay, well, I'll just watch it on TV. He had such a great attitude about it. He was great. Noah loved it oh so my much. God. What so, a great little thing to have. Go do a camera. So she tried to do a camera, I'm assuming, again, Zoom meeting. And when she came up, I guess she put some filters on it. She turned into a potato. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a picture of what she looked like, which it looks less like a potato. More, and more like, like a, a Band-Aid. Or a finger. Yeah, a Band-Aid a on your finger. finger. Yeah. Or a fingerling potato. She looked like a potato. She looked like a potato. She's trying to run this very serious meeting where they're Look, we're trying you, to get progressive candidates, candidates on the thing that la- can deal with the Latino la- vote. That can do Latino Why am I messages? not allowed to look like a potato? And in some weird way, the thing looked oddly sexual. It was bizarre. Did you not think it's like a nice it's a woman. flesh-colored potato? This is a nice woman. It's it a really sweet woman. It should have been a sweet potato. Why would a fingerling potato be that adamant about Latina issues? I just don't understand. Maybe, I don't know. You know, AOC's got a lot of full support of all the su- potatoes all across the nation right now. Julian yes. Castro has the backing of the hash brown lobby. And if we can't get the russets from Idaho to get behind us, then we're in trouble. We're now, in trouble. she said, quote, I was confused as to why I was a potato. Of all things, why would I be a potato? That's a great, that's a great question. That to me is almost like, it, what, it, who is the metamorphosis? <laughs> Check not check off. Who's the metamorphosis? Oh my god, I'm so oh dumb. I can't believe I, I'm I'm completely. I've lost my brain. But we'll figure it out anyway. Uh, she realized that you know how it's when it's right on the tip of your tongue and you're not. Ah, god, the me, who did, look up metamorphosis. Look up metamorphosis. Look it up while I'm doing this right here. My phone's recording. That's right. So she realized that because she had downloaded a filter. She also absolutely could not figure out how to change it back. Meanwhile, her colleagues were just loving it. Quote, as a progressive organization, we fight for justice for all and access to opportunities. And in the last three years, it's been, it's been a little tough. Okay? Uh-huh. So it's been a little tough. I mean, it's like the potato. But potatoes, to me, are the things that got, you know, that's the thing that when you didn't Carbs. have. Carbs. Well, but a whole baked potato, it has vitamin C. Look. Vitamin AOC. The fact that Wendy's has a baked potato bar. We're having baked potatoes tonight. That's our dinner tonight. Baked potato bar happening tonight in Randy Sklar's household. Look at that. Look at that. Who would want to? That's something this. I can actually make. You know Let's what I've been doing? This is a little tip. Yeah. If you're making baked potato bar. Yeah. If you want to, and your kids scoop out as much of the baked potatoes as they want, Take what's left in the husk of the potato, throw it throw in the some oven. cheese on that, throw it in the oven, throw it in the toaster oven or the oven. Loaded, you got loaded skins. You got loaded skins. 
Uh, in the end, I think all important messages, Jay, yes. should be delivered by food. Yes. Let's get Latinos, people elected who believe in Latino issues, said the potato. Yes. Who wouldn't want to grant the wish of a turnip who's pleading with the government on campaign finance reform? I agree. We need to deprivatize our prisons for the sake of people who have been wrongfully accused, shouted the parsnip. Yes. I'm listening to a parsnip talk about penal issues, and I'm loving it. Yes. You're going to tell me you won't listen to a corn dog talk about greenhouse gases? I'm in for that. Give me a cherry tomato showing me how to have stricter gun laws, and I'm in. Hey, we've been listening to a giant orange feed us misinformation every day, so why would this be any different? This, this doesn't even feel like that much of a departure. Not even that. We're, we're, we've built the bridge, so you are now ready to You're hear ready it. to take off and go straight into a vegetable-laden uh, messaging system. All that's right, it. guys, uh, that's our show. I hope you guys had a great uh, day with us and enjoyed this little uh, brief respite. We'll be back tomorrow with more stuff. We're going to get into this whole story that we didn't get a chance to get into about Rick Astley announcing a concert. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down we'll tell you what he's what and he's how does that relate to the relationship between chuck d and flava Flav? we will try and weave all that together tomorrow on sclabro country the virus edition the pandy pods the basement takes we love you guys go punch a water faucet and then go wash your hands we are out A podcast network.